Hey, Stacy. Hey, hey, Michael. Three, seven. Three, seven, 37. Stacy, I have said this once. I've said it twice. And I have said it three times. Uh, I cannot believe we are at 37 episodes. Only three to 40. I'm so excited. Three to 40 three and to 40. 60 to 100. I mean, <laughs> where are we going? Pretty soon we're going to need calculators. Yes. I'm going to run out of toes and digits to count on. I mean, we really are moving. We're moving along. Yes, yes. And speaking fun. of moving, Stacy, where are we? We are in. Wait till you Tulsa. see this. Here's the thing, folks. You're not going to believe this. We got a break. We are coming to you live from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Now, why Tulsa? Well, a friend of mine, his name is Sylvester Stallone, is filming a movie here. <laughs> called the king of tulsa or the tulsa king right. i can never get it straight <laughs> because sometimes <laughs> I, yeah i think it's the T tulsa king and so uh stacy and i were just on set with sly watching mm. them film it was great it was incredible amazing i finally got to meet him it was it, epic. exactly <laughs> unfortunately no one knew who we were and we were escorted <laughs> off and sly didn't recognize either one of us so ah we just got out of jail made it here on time for the <laughs> podcast here we are stacy that guy <laughs> he said i was a little too cute i don't know it wasn't good you got released good. right on time <laughs> right on time i don't need any more trauma after that kidney surgery okay oh gosh but you're but feeling I, better you said you're feeling good i right? am i am i'm feeling good. better things are going well uh everything is nice and healthy and uh, i'm excited to be doing uh another installment of the rocky files yeah. <laughs> yay we're glad you're back and feeling good Hey, listen, what's happening with you? What's going on? So uh, some of you may have seen my post. This was my New Hampshire license plate that I had to take off because we closed on the house nice. on the April 28th. So we That's went down great. to the DMV. I got a, a Tennessee plate. And so I had to take off my Rocky plate. But when I get my new Rocky room, this is going on the wall with all my other signs from Rocco Bob, <laughs> Rick Babcock, but yes. Oh yes. Did anybody so, ask you what it meant? Like in Kramer, when Seinfeld, when Kramer goes in to ass man, right? Yeah. He goes in to get the the thing changed. He goes, yeah. I'm the ass man. Did anybody <laughs> ask you what Rocky seventy six meant? No, no, people knew. I mean, who doesn't oh, know, they? right? People knew what it was. And stupid, I have this stupid sticker. people don't know. <laughs> You know, on uh, the Sly Stallone shop, he has that yeah. black and white uh, statue picture. I actually okay. have that right above uh, my license plate. So, and I will be getting a personalized plate. I got just a regular plate, but they do have personalized plates. And oh, what wow. I thought would be funny, they have a Dolly Parton plate. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, oh, if I could fit Rocky on a Dolly Parton plate and rhinestone, maybe that we should just be... do rhinestone or something. I don't know. Be that could work. Yeah. Yeah, that funny. could work. Hey, speaking of the Slice Stallone shop, you know, if you guys want it, it, we didn't have this growing up, but I can yeah. tell you it, it Christmas and birthdays in my house would have been extraordinary because the Slice Stallone shop is the best place to go and get merchandise. Everything from Thunderlips cape to the yes. Rambo knives to the tiger yes. jacket. I mean, T-shirts, boxing gloves, boxing trunks. It's all their Rambo stuff. Please go and check them out. But I want to do just a very, very quick shout out to my dear, our dear friend, yes. uh, uh, John Rivoli. Yes. They now have a section on the website yes. called the John Rivoli Collection. Uh, and they are going to be adding more and more and more. Yes. And so and right now, right over Stacy's uh, 
head is the floating head of Rambo. And that is on a shirt. <laughs> on a t-shirt. On a t-shirt to start the collection. So yes. we are really, really happy for John. He's put in a lot of work. He has done so much um, to help, I think, elevate some of the products that are on the Sly Stallone shop. Mm -hmm. Go uh, go spend your hard-earned money on the Sly Stallone shop. You won't regret it. Yeah. it fits great. You look handsome. And, I mean, it, it makes you – it did up my intelligence by about <laughs> 17 points. Uh, yeah, I went, yeah, I went from an 80 wow. to an, like a 97. Yeah, no, so I really, I, I'm closing in on almost normal. <laughs> I think that's going to be my next purchase. So well, that'll yeah. be my next slice loan shot purchase, and I'll have to post that. That's sure. amazing. Yes. Hey, sure. um, what else is happening in our little world? So I want to give a little shout out to Eric Tarpentier. He is one of our enlisted uh, Marines out in Japan. And he, I'm going to put in a picture right here. And there's a picture of him uh, saluting and re-enlisting into the Marines. And we are just so proud of him. He has. Very much uh, so, Eric. Thank you for your service. Yes. Sir. Thank you. Thank you so much. Whenever I saw him, I was like, oh, look at him re-enlisting. So, yeah, I just wanted to give him a shout out. So everybody go to E. Charpentier, 1983, and send him a thank you on Instagram because uh, he's been away for a long time. For sure. Well, this is for a variety of reasons. This has been a week of revelations. Yes, uh, it really has. It really has. And one that pertains to this show is um, an interview that Sly did yeah. with Stephen Oxley um, from an experience with. Mm -hmm. And I would suggest uh, we will. I'm sure Stacy will add the link in here sure. to go to the website. You have to become a member of this website to join. But I promise you guys, you got to join. You got to yes. check this out. Uh, we we don't get any kickbacks from this. They don't even know right. we're telling you to just go do it. There's lots of great interviews with Sly and Arnold yeah. right now behind the scenes. And there's this amazing one uh, hour and a half interview that uh, the, Mr. Oxley has done mm -hmm. with Sly in Florida. And it blew me away. I mean, there were things I didn't know. I mean, yeah. I know a lot, a lot of stuff about Rocky. <laughs> and there were some nuggets in there I didn't know. One nugget, here's, I'm, there's going to be two. First one's going to, I'm going to go very quickly. First one was, Sly writes that Rocky is retired from boxing for several years, but his face is very scarred up. He right. is a, he's working as a, a collector for Gazzo, mm -hmm. and he's beat up and he meets Adrian. And that's it. That there, that was the initial. And he can't remember who said this to him, but someone said this and he said, boy, it's too bad. He's retired. I'd like to see where those scars came from. So mm -hmm. in the initial concept, Rocky's face was far more scarred than what we got in 76. So this guy said to Sly, you know, he's got this big scar here. Like, how do you get that? He should still be fighting. And Sly just went, boom. Yes, light bulb went off, and then he writes, he changes it up yet again. So uh, I thought that was very interesting. And the next thing, which this was something that I guess somewhat sickened Stacy and I, <laughs> and I'm glad it never happened. But uh, Sly was originally going to write that Adrian Rocky fall, Rocky loses his right. self confidence. Right. And he he uh, it becomes uninterested in everything. Doesn't he loses his will to work? Whatever. Adrian leaves him. She gets involved in this group called Est, 
which mm-hmm. is a self-empowered movement, which was mm-hmm. a real thing at the time. You can Google it. And Rocky eventually meets Adrian's new boyfriend and says, she likes birds, so just be good to her. You know what I mean? It's like I was on the verge of tears when I heard yeah. that because Rocky meeting Adrian's new boyfriend. Yes. Stacy, how yeah, did that affect you when you were there? Nails on a chalkboard. I was like, that's what I mean. You saw my post. I'm like, <laughs> I yeah. want to put my fingers in my ears. Like, I am not hearing this right now. I know. Yeah. I, I did not know that. I was stunned. I just can't even. So I that, mean, it wouldn't be the same. No, no, no. There would be no Rocky files. Right. Exactly. Now, to make matters worse, Sly takes that script and he goes to Avelton. And oh, Avelton right. says, Avelton says, Mm, it's okay. It's not bad, but man, I don't want to do that. He goes, let's do this. Well, Avelton's idea was to make Rocky um, uh, an alcoholic. He's right. going to go on the Johnny Carson show, the tonight show. He was going to show up drunk and make a fool of himself. Um, he was going to uh, become a drug addict. Mm-hmm. He was going to lose it all and just kind of not, I don't know, be a bad guy, but just, he just lost all discipline. Right. And Sly right. goes, what? Yeah, that's horrible. No, yeah. no. he goes, I understand that does happen to many celebrities slash sports stars, but it doesn't have to happen to Rocky. Maybe yeah. Rocky can write the ship, you know, mm-hmm. before it lists too far over. Maybe Rocky can write it. So in yeah. a way, we saw a, a version of that. Only yeah. Adrian never left Rocky's side. No. Never left him. Yeah. And and Stacy, you and I we were talking a little bit uh just before we, we got here. There was the whole uh woman's movement yeah. empowerment, which I am I really am behind this movement. Sure. Um mm-hmm. I, some things I don't understand. Like I had this argument with my mother and father one time. Uh we were watching the Super Bowl and something came up about a female football player playing against men. She actually right. went out. And right. I thought she had to be psychotic. I didn't understand that. I, right. don't, ag- I don't agree with that. Right. Because how can, in my mind, I'm seeing a 110-pound woman up against a 340-pound right. defensive line. I know. I know. I agree. Yeah. Even though I disagree with that, if that is the woman's chosen choice or purpose, I say go. I wouldn't stand in the way. Sure. My, my <laughs> personal feeling is I wouldn't want that, but. I wouldn't stand in the way. Right. And I, my mother was like, oh, well, Michael, who are you to say she can't? I said, no, mom, I'm not saying she can't do it. I'm saying I don't understand it. So right. Right. I'm right. really am behind everything. Stacy, I don't know that Adrian was the bra burning right. voice we wanted. Right. I think the silent victory goes to Adrian mm-hmm. in this story. Mm-hmm. And she is the power behind the man. Yes, Rocky mm-hmm. did the fight and he holds the belt up. Oh, Adrian did and all that. Okay. And so he gets the surface glory, but everyone knows underneath it's the power of the woman, which mm-hmm. is true in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to especially when it comes to this Rocky stuff and how Sue yeah. has been so dedicated and loyal yes. and, and, and amazing. Yeah. What did you think about that? Yeah, I, I, I thank God that Sly didn't go down that road. And, and I think, see, Rocky and Adrian, they're in their own bubble. And I think they mm-hmm. sort of put each other on the map because she didn't have anyone. He didn't have anyone. And suddenly they're the world to each other. And I just, I think even if he was tempted, you know what I'm saying, to go off the rail a little bit, he would have loved her so much that he's like, no, I'm going to keep myself on the straight and narrow here because I love her. 
You know what I mean? And and then right. she doesn't have to go burn bras and, yeah. you know, do all this stuff because he's actually treating her with respect and love yeah, exactly. and kindness. So, so, you know, I think, I think when things go off the rail like that, it, it has to do with a really bad experience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right, and I right, just, right. and you know, and then there's the culture and the time and certain things sure. are more acceptable now. And, than they were then and and humor certainly has changed and so um yeah it's it's been very interesting but no i i couldn't imagine rocky any other way and no disrespect to avelson whatsoever but i am just i'm so grateful that that sly was like no we are not we're not going this way you know it's, it's funny i have this argument with sue we are genuinely big fans of Roseanne. I'm not exactly sure where I'm going with this. And, and I know we're going to bring Nikki in here very shortly, but our, our guest here, we're going to bring him very shortly, but we are very big fans of Roseanne. Okay. okay. And so Sue and I were dating when Roseanne was on television the first right. time. Right? right. And we will watch it all the time. And then of course uh, it goes off the air and then, uh, you know, Roseanne makes some statements that, you know, were controversial. So ABC got rid of her, which yeah. I disagreed with. I disagree mm -hmm. with her comments, but mm -hmm. I also thought they should not have gotten rid of her. I mm -hmm. thought they could have used that as an advantage as a teaching thing, but they chose yeah. to do what they did. Right. So what I'm getting to is <laughs> I felt bad for Dan Connor because Dan was just this J John Goodman is one of my favorites of all time. He was just this lovable husband right. who was trying to make the best of the situation. He didn't have an education. He did drywall, worked on motorcycles. And Roseanne was always with the damn one-liners, yeah. always being so rude and ignorant and breaking his ass. Right. And he was just trying to give. And the kids were rotten kids. And, and so it, it just drove me nuts. So. Yeah. I guess I think if I'm making what what am I trying to bridge here? I didn't want I don't want to see Adrian being that broad burning. Right. You know, right. I, I didn't want to see that. Right. I, because I don't respond to that. Right. Right. I, I don't respond to that type of a female voice in my life. Right. I respond to the gentleness, the guiding. Mm -hmm. Just say, okay, look, mm -hmm. you're screwing up. You you are somewhat foolish in this area, but mm -hmm. let's kind of yeah, let's we'll go mm -hmm. together. Don't worry mm -hmm. about it. Mm -hmm. I I, I kind of work better like that, and I think yeah. that's why that's one of the many reasons why I love the character of Rocky because yeah. of Adrian. The Adrian yeah, character. yeah. You know, I I mean, Adrian became the beach scene very strong, right? You know what I'm saying? She really right. had to go toe to toe with him to get him to admit where he how he was feeling, what he was going through, and I I don't know I. I, I'm kind of that's the other thing about Rocky and about the, the politics is such a dangerous thing. But right. uh, the only thing I'll say, what makes me sad is that we've lost the ability to just talk to each other. Right. You know right. what I mean? And and I don't care what you are, but we yeah. can't even talk or that's sit at true. the same Thanksgiving Day table. People are getting divorced. Yeah. I'm like, come on. This is I don't know that that's if we could get back to Adrian the way she like. And this ties into what you just said. Yeah. When she comes down on her husband, the worst thing she calls them is an orange. Boy, are you an orange, aren't you? Anything. He was a grown man, he did what he had to do. <laughs> so, so in orange, it does Adrian mean he's like dull? Like like like, like he's I don't even know what that like slam means by calling him an orange. Boy, are you an orange? <laughs> I, I don't 
Do you know what could that mean? You're a writer. What does that mean? Uh, it means uh, you're a human, aren't you? <laughs> you th- <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Oh. Banana. Knock, knock. Who's there? Banana. Knock, knock. Who's there? Banana. Knock, knock. Who's there? Orange. Orange who? Orange, you glad I didn't say banana again? <laughs> Remember that old when we were kids? All right. Yes. I'm going off on a tangent. Nobody cares about my stupid jokes. <laughs> Stacy, we have a guest this week. Yes, we do. Would you would you just talk a little bit about this guy? Is, is yes. our guest in the green room? He's not yet, but I we have right. I have plenty to say. You All know, right. Nikki Petito is a a very funny guy. He is an unbelievable impressionist. He does a killer Polly. I mean, his Polly, his Tony Soprano. Oh, yeah. uh, you should go check him out on Instagram. Funny, funny guy. But we had we had planned him actually a long time ago, but then his life literally blew up with all this stuff that he's been working on and he's going to talk about that shortly as well um he's he's gotten on some shows here that are very impressive but um our conversation was about his childhood which i'm not going to go into i'm going to let him touch upon it but he went through some very serious things and losses as a very young man and so i asked him i'm like you know why do you love rocky and he says to me because it helped me grieve and i was like that's what? I was like, that's not the usual answer. And so then he got into why that was. And just he had to capture the Rocky spirit of fighting and rising up very, very young. Um, And so I was I was very impressed with him. It was a very different kind of conversation. So um, Nikki Petito, we're just gonna put it on pause here just for a little bit. We're gonna wait for him. I'm gonna check on him. We'll be right back. And uh, he'll be here. The baller, he keeps asking me for a job all the time, but you don't know nothing about fighting. Are you gonna say anything to him? What's there to say? I just don't know what he wants from me. I don't want nothing from you. I don't want nothing from you. This ain't no charity case. Get out of my house. It's not just your house. I'm no friend no more. Get out of my house, I just said. Don't talk to him like that. Both of you get out of my house! Yo. It's cold outside, Polly. I don't want you messing up. And I don't raise you to go with this scumbum! You wanna hear me? Come on! I'll bring both of your arms so I don't work for you! Your 
All right, Stacy, listen, we <laughs> Nikki's made it here. I mean, he it, made it. We we have to we 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 should preface this by saying the gentleman that we have on this show right now, as as, as Stacy was saying, he's in high demand. This guy knows places, he knows people in high places, and he knows the kind of people that you know you really want to be nice to if you bump in the, on, the, on the subway. You don't ever want to be rude and you definitely don't want to owe him any money. Stacy, could you could you grab, could you have one of our assistants go down yes. and grab Nikki? Have him run down the hallway assistant. here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> Hang on. There hey. he is! Yay! What a great hey. intro. Thank you, Mike. That was, that was really something. I love it. That was great. Uh, thank you, guys. Long, long time in the making. I've been yes. uh, watching you guys. I'm excited to finally be here. Can't wait. Oh. Thanks. Now, and you are a massive Rocky fan, right? A huge Rocky fan. Huge. I don't show it as much in my content as um, I would like to. Um, you know, maybe that's a new beginning. Yeah. Well, Stacy and I were just talking, and she's going to take over here in like a second. Yeah, yeah, we were just talking about some of your, we just literally played your clip. So yeah. everybody has seen the clip where you do Paulie and Adrian and Rocky <laughs> at, uh, Christmas, uh, at Christmas night. When, <laughs> I don't want nothing from you. <laughs> that, was, that was so much fun to shoot. And that's probably my favorite scene from Rocky and why I did that scene in particular. And uh, I wanted to I, ask you that why that scene, why yeah. that meant something. So I always was re able to relate to that scene, uh, even as a kid, um, just for like, you know, the holidays come along and sometimes we have emotions that we just can't control. And it's very hard to express those emotions. And you don't really see that in film or cinema too often done accurately. Yeah. And Burt Young brought just an amazing um, <laughs> authenticity to Paulie. Yeah. The way he handles his grief mm -hmm. through humor. We never hear about, you know, a Rocky or Adrian's parents in the whole right. Right. series right. until that, I think, deleted scene. Mike, if, if you know what I'm talking about in Creed, when he's at yeah. the tombstone. Mm -hmm. That's really about it. He mentions his father briefly, and we see the picture in the beginning of the first Rocky film when he's in the mirror. And Rocky and Paulie are both grieving and Adrian. You know, mm -hmm. it's very obvious that these characters have all lost their parents or their something happened maybe to uh, Adrian or Rocky's parents, but they're just not around anymore. But it's never mentioned uh, verbally. It's only felt. Right. Which is, yeah, it's in so the... hard to write yeah. things like that. To, right. write, to write about grief. You know, which is something I sh I, I'm currently doing, but you know, several several things that I've been writing, and to show grief without um, words and just through the emotion of acting without mm -hmm. saying anything is the whole beginning of Rocky. You know, yeah. we see his yeah. life, we see right. his apartment, and what you know um, his history and what he's gone through has led to him. He's this quiet um, character that's just looking for something. He can't find what it is. Yeah. And then he finally, you know, starts finding it. And he's more quiet. As to Paul, he, he uh, you know, he just drinks, goes all out. And, mm -hmm. you know, he handles the grief humorously in the last Rocky movie. I was just watching the clip before I came on because I wanted to mention this. When Rocky's going around with Adrian, uh, not with Adrian, but he's seeing the, you know, the ghost of Adrian right. when 
he goes to the house, yep. the ice rink, and Paul's just going, ice is stupid. People <laughs> standing on ice are more stupid. You know, when we're grieving, yeah. we tend to say mo- the most ridiculous things. Right, <laughs> like, right. Like something yeah. like that, just, just to change the subject, because we don't want to think about it. Right. And, you know, Rocky sees the good times with Adrian, and Paulie sees the bad, so he doesn't want to think about it. And then, yeah. you know, Paul uh, Rocky says to Paulie, she always loved you, you know, so his emotion change, changes and, you know, he apologizes for looking at it in that way. But, you know, it well, just goes I to think show. You, you, you bring up, you're, you're so right, Nick. I, I really agree with that. You know, there's only, uh, so what you said about the deleted scene in uh, Creed, where he's talking to Adrian, you know, how his father told him the whole grudges and all of that. And then on his deathbed said, no, no, no. There's there's one other scene in Balboa, which was a deleted scene where Rocky is in the man door and the sidewalk unloading with steps. Yes. steps yes. And, and of course, he talks about you know, my my old lady. She took off on the arches. <laughs> in other words, when Rocky was 15 years old, she left. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of people don't know that, you know, that's the scene, you know. Rocky's mother and Gazzo's father married each other and Gazzo was Rocky's stepbrother. So that's why Rocky was always around. That that was his only family. But the producers, of course, took that out. Getting to what you're saying, I think you nailed it with the grief. Stacy, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah. And as I said in your intro, you know, um, I ask everybody, you know, what, why do you love Rocky so much? And you had said to me, well, it helped me process grief, which isn't a usual answer. And so then that got us on to what you went through as, as a young man. And I, I certainly want to get into all the fun and the amazing things you're, you're doing with your life now, but I think it's really important to, for our, our listeners to appreciate how far your journey's been you know, uh, from such a young man to now, if you want to talk about that. Thank you, Stacey. Um, Very, very kind uh, for you to say all that. Um, So, yeah, I mean, basically, you know, I lost my father at a young age. You know, uh, I was four when he passed. Um, I don't want to get into how he passed. Um, Basically, it was an accident of some sort that happened. Um, But he was a roofer and a boxer, you know, part time. And uh, wow. he actually once knocked out a prize fighter for, you know, selling drugs to kids in the alleyway. So hey. uh, my mom, I always loved uh, hearing that. Go story. dad. Up, thank you. Go dad. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, gr- growing up, uh, my parents, you know, when I was a baby, were always watching the Rocky movies, mm-hmm. Raging Bull, anything boxing related. They just, you know, and my father would quote the movies over and over. My mom would tell him to shut up. I'm trying to watch the movie, you know, and uh, now I'm doing that. So I guess yeah. in the jeans. Um, but um, so my mom was a school teacher. Um, you know, even when, when I was a kid, I would stay at my grandparents' house in, in Newark, New Jersey. But uh, my mom taught at, uh, what was the name of the school? It was in, it was in Newark, uh, Rich Street School. I think that's mm-hmm. the name. I think that was the name of the, uh, somebody will correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> guaranteed my, uh, they'll correct you. I'll, I'll, Believe me, when I'm wrong, oh, to the but woodshed anyway, they'll take it. She used to show all her kids the Rocky films because she thought, you know, they taught so many, mm-hmm. you know, lessons about life and how to handle it. And the main thing to her is that she liked showing the kids was Rocky too when he didn't know how to read for the commercial. Oh. And she was like, this is why you kids got to learn how to read because you can get famous one day <laughs> for a commercial and, and you won't know how to read. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's brilliant. 
Yeah, um, really, really unique. I mean, you don't know too many teachers who show Rocky to their students. No, all of them. Yeah, right, you know, right, right. If Mike was the teacher, oh, forget it. They'd be Can you imagine? The <laughs> That's the curriculum. Scenes, Rocky <laughs> class. Right, I know. It's oh, gonna man. follow after the tour. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Bring your pencils. Yeah, I'm hosted in the museum, and they could take down all those, you know, stupid things that they put up there, right, Mike? Exactly, I agree. They got to put the statue back up there where it belongs. Oh, I, I agree. I told them they need to bring, they need to contact Sly. You know, he does, he he does these uh, art shows around the world. He did one in uh, Russia. He did one in Germany just before Christmas, and 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 now they they got to get him in at the Philadelphia Museum of Art to showcase his art inside. I mean, it's right. a way to bring in Rocky fans. Charge them to come in, whatever. But that's how and we got to show people. John Rivoli's art, my man. Oh, uh, right, Rivoli. seriously, yeah, what a, exactly. What a genius! He yes. creates a, such beautiful pieces. I wanted to talk about one of his pieces. Um, Please go to the clip the other day. Nick, the, John Rivoli is one ring. of the best. Uh, uh, go is, ahead, yeah, alone in the ring. Such a nice guy too. Um, his alone in the ring portrait, just so beautifully yeah. done, and such an important moment to capture mm -hmm. in a painting. I mean. That that moment, you know, when I was a kid, I never under, you know, never really understood that scene. <laughs> and then, you know, the more I got older, the more I like question it. And oh, then, you yeah. know, he released this painting and he gave like this, you know, perfect explanation of how to feel about it. Mm. You know, he, he has no shot at, at the uh, end of the day or the odds are against him. But mm -hmm. he, he knows that at the end of the day, he just got to be standing there on his own two feet and you know the only one that's going to believe in him is himself and mm -hmm. you know he when you do everything that you can and you work your hardest in life like rocky did you know he uh he made it the the whole uh uh 15 15 yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it, yeah today it's 12 mm -hmm. back, yeah. yeah but back then, back then it was 15 Nigga, oh. what's your favorite rocky and the why? first one I saw was Rocky Balboa in the theater with okay. my grandmother on my father's side and my mom. Wow. And this was back, you know, when the movie came out. And I remember, like, I didn't, you know, I didn't see any of the other films. But I remember watching this character and just watching the whole beginning of Rocky with uh, Rocky Balboa, excuse me, where he's grieving about Adrian. And, you know, seeing my mom's reaction because she just lost her father this point about two years before we saw the movie and you know me thinking about him my father and everything and it was the first time i was ever able to relate to a character in that way through cinema mm -hmm. okay. so and i found a, a, a resemblance to my father with rocky certain facial features and mm. i kind of like you know like adopted him as like kind of like an on-screen father figure in a way sure if mm -hmm. that makes sense sure and I, I just, um, I remember like I was walking around like talking to him, like people like, yeah, yeah, you know, I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you all, too, all huh? Yeah, I appreciate that. It was an know? epidemic in my house. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was Rocky for Halloween right after that oh, came out. I was trying to find nice. a picture to send you guys. My brother's got it somewhere in one of his photo, photo albums. But um, I remember I, you know, I was dressed like Street Rocky, and everybody was like, "Who are you supposed to be, Michael Jackson?" I was like, "No, I'm not." <laughs> what? Oh, that's funny. I had the black jacket, the gloves, the black gloves, you know, yeah, with the fingertips, yeah. and then I had a white T-shirt. So the white T-shirt, 
made everybody think for some reason that I was Michael Jackson. Instead of- <laughs> Michael Jackson had the one glove. He yep. had a leather jacket with multiple zippers on it and a white T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I understand from that, yeah. that way of saying it. But no, no. You were going way, way up. Did you have a hat? A fedora? Yeah, I had the, I had the fedora. You okay. Know, I, I had my uh, flea market fedora for $3. <laughs> Not that... It- I, I want to get the, the nice one, the, the $150 one that they got yeah. on the Rocky website. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you should. You, you, you have that one, right? That's the one you, you – that's I the official <laughs> Mike Kunda Rocky yeah. hat, right? I have nine of them. <laughs> I've you collected have nine? These nine. I've, so oh I have the one my grandfather God. gave me. I have the one. But then, Nick, there was a part of – a time in my life where I was on the hunt. For mm. about 20 years. I saw a video you did about that, and you got it made at the, yeah, at the shop or something. Exactly. Yeah, Barron's Hollywood Hat Makers. Yes. And you spent an arm and a leg to get that. Thousands. Right? Thousands, yeah. Nick. Insane. Thousands. Oh. Insane. But that's what I did. It's same thing with the tiger jacket. I remember I think one time. The Taylor upcharged you knowing that you did for a <laughs> yeah. living. Uh, and we got like, oh, this guy needs hey, a Rocky hat. I can charge him 200% extra. <laughs> hey, Bobby. Bobby, look at this guy. Look at his stuff on Instagram. This guy's a nut job. We go whack him for like, you know, 200%. Yeah, no, I, I, I did. They saw me coming. Same thing with the tiger jacket. When I was a kid, not a well, I was a kid, I wanted to have the tiger jacket. There was a flea market where we lived. <clears throat> and at the flea market, this woman would do in clothing uh, 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 material that you could paint on clothes and you could wash it and it didn't wash off. Oh. And so she painted, I gave her the jacket and she painted me this uh, amazing tiger that looked uh, just like it. Just nice. like it, right? So that was my first tiger jacket that I had. And now on the Sly Stallone shop, you can go and get the yeah. tiger jacket. I mean, it's it's so remarkable what is out there today, Nick. It's just, it's just the yeah. could you imagine, Nick, if you when you, you were, were making a your kid, own Sly Stallone shop before yeah. there was one? Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. And I was just happy to wear it everywhere I went. And people <laughs> would hurl tomatoes and potatoes at me and <laughs> clam chowder. That was it. Idiot. Get out of here. Oh my God. Now, so I love what you do, Mike. I, I absolutely love it, man. You know, the, the authenticity you bring. You know, yes. you even wow Stallone. Stallone just sits there with like a question mark above his head. Like, how does this guy do all this? How does he know all this? It's yep. amazing. Yeah. You know, there's, Sylvester's been very, very kind and generous, but that's his nature. Um, you know, I can't wait, Nick, to get you down on a tour. I almost had you before COVID. I know. I, I know. almost had you. We, we were so close, uh, you know. Friggin nobody wanted to go out down to Philly during COVID for the uh, I for the understand. tour. I got so mad at everybody. I'm like, everybody, you all ruined my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Now, listen, I want to I want to take a, a marginal break from Rocky. I want to just talk a, yeah. about what you do, Nick, because this is called the Rocky Files podcast. But every once in a while. I like to t- when, when someone who has an extreme talent, someone that really you can ask Sue, she'll tell you, I do not laugh. I, I'm a very difficult person to laugh. She'll try to get me to laugh. And I, the best she'll get most times. Like, <laughs> oh, that's good. She goes, that's good. She goes, I'm giving you my best stuff. I, I go, I'm thing sorry. I <laughs> I'm, I'm just not. I'm not. A, the stooges make me laugh. Okay. <laughs> Nikki, you make me laugh. So you, so you. You make me laugh too, brother. Uh, thank you, my friend. Your video. Oh yeah, which reminds me, did you get the license plate number? <laughs> of what? The truck that ran over your face. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love just, that video. He just sits there, looking back and forth, like Rocky can't believe this. Like, why are you breaking me, man? What's going on? <laughs> sure, sure, Rock. Bob's good for it. And he just takes, gives him the twenty, and that's it. And you know, then when Gazzo gets out of the car and he tells him about you know Del Rio, I felt that, and and he just gives that little wave when Gazzo goes back to the car. <laughs> yeah, I love that. He wraps the belt around the long jacket. I won't let that happen oh, no more. How about the club? <laughs> I love that. But you and how about you, that walk when the music starts? That sad walking away music oh. by the train station. Yeah, yeah, but the train, the, the the wrought iron fence, and he walks up the brick. For, yeah, and the the train tracks are right on the other side. That walk, that moment is what cemented me into Rocky Land because I was that square peg round hole, and I everyone would all I would be in that same situation where he couldn't fit in. Rocky didn't fit in anywhere, and as he he's got the ball and he walks away, we hear Conti's song. That's it. That's it. I said, this character is me. I can relate to this. Nikki, what you do, I think, is so valuable. In, in, uh, uh, I, 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 I wrote once about humor, how for 15 seconds when you're laughing, everything in a, per a person's life is yes. perfect. There is no negativity. You could be going through cancer. You could lose the love of your life. But when you're laughing in those 7 or 10, 15 seconds, Everything is okay. What yes. you give the planet, Nick, is your skill, your your life experience, the sum total of your life experience. Instead of going negative, you put that into humor. How do you do that? Because we're going to play more of your stuff because I love it so much. You make I me do. gut laugh. How did you arrive yes. at becoming so funny? Uh, great question. Um, something I never really asked myself before. Um, <laughs> I'd say, you know, just to since I'm a kid, you know, I just uh, enjoyed making my mom, family members laugh just through Im imitation of family members, people we knew. Uh, you know, oh, I was okay. a kid. It started with cartoon characters, um, uh, certain celebrities. Like when I was a kid, I would do a lot of like Robin Williams, uh, Eddie Murphy and the Disney characters. And then as I got older, you know, it started being Rocky, uh, all the all the uh, wise guy movies. Um and uh, Danny Aiello, and uh, nice. so so many, all, basically all people from films that I watched growing up with my mother. And my mother encouraged me to get these voices like so perfect that she'd be like, "No, no, you're doing it wrong. You gotta do it like this." So I, I sit there. What a smart right. woman! Yeah. Wow. <laughs> is is like, mom no. around? Is mom still around today? No, uh, mom uh, passed back in 2013 right uh, mm. before I graduated high school. Gotcha. But she did get gotcha. to see uh, my first 45-minute film that I directed and produced. Really? Uh, which is on YouTube called Halloween Obsession. That, that was a, that was a uh, fun thing that I did to get my foot in the door of the business. You know, nice. if you, listen, in this business, you know, people aren't going to look at you unless you do something. And sometimes you mm -hmm. have to do something on your own and get a group mm -hmm. of people that never did anything before in this world. Yeah. And, you know, teach them what you know you know even if you know very very little you know you have to make the most of your resources in the beginning when well it turns out you, turns out you knew enough to get danny aiello and spike lee's attention <laughs> thank you um yeah what i did to do that was spike lee won his oscar for uh black Klansman in 2000 either eight, 18 or 19 not can't remember exactly but um 
I did a video as Sal, the pizzeria owner yeah, from Do the Right yeah. Thing, Danny Aiello's character. <laughs> yes, you did. Congratulating Spike. And I started the video off, you know, with like a very vulgar sentence and called him a name that, you know, we would never think, you know, yeah. somebody would be flattered by. But right. uh, he understood that it was part of the character and he loved it. Sure. He posted me, shared me. Um, and right. Stop one second, together. Nick. In, in that, this is. This is what I th- I talk about when I talk about people having a set of balls on them <laughs> to use a certain word or language that is almost taboo today. Mm. What is the thought process in your mind at that point? Are you saying to yourself, I could get murdered, I could be not accepted, or this may expel me? Or did you just say, listen, I'm a comedian. This is where it's at. This is where it's coming from. It's not coming out of hate. This is what was part of the movie. Right. Tell me about that just a little bit. So I always found the comical in the character of Sal, how he's very high toned and then he's very calm. So I I thought, you know, if I went back and forth between those two emotions, just, you know, congratulating him, but breaking his balls at the same time as the character... You know, and just give him with a, a, a real good opener that just, you know, grabs his attention. Because the moment you call somebody yeah. a, a, a blank sucker, yeah, you know, yeah. They, um, they're, they're going to want to hear the rest of what you have to say. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And that that's the character. He would say that. He would say that that sexual term. He would get that. Right. Yeah. And oh. the way I looked at it was, he's either going to see it hate me for a second and then love it or he's just not going to see it <laughs> at all. Right. Right. So I, I made the video didn't hear nothing for about a week and I remember I had a friend of mine who told me don't waste your time doing a, a Danny Aiello impression. Nobody knows who that is. It's never going to do anything. So that's when I knew I had to do it. <laughs> whenever oh, God, yeah. says don't do something, you do it. Right. Always, uh, always, whenever because you know what it is? Everybody is uh, objective to uh change not change difference yeah. and uh something unusual but un- unusual is funny you know right. Um, right right the more out of the blue something it is yeah. uh like the more out of left field the, the better chance it is of being funny because like wow yeah you know, i never heard that before but um yeah we uh we ended up working on the do the right thing uh 30th anniversary together on stage which was amazing what did um, danny from- think about your impression of him he enjoyed it. He enjoyed it. Um, he thought it was very funny. It was nice to finally meet him, you know, because yeah. he passed, you know, I think like six months yeah. after yeah. I met him. And uh, wow. it's funny because he was my mom's favorite actor or one of them, her, him and Al yeah. Pacino. And we were going to go meet Daniello at a uh, convention where he's doing signings. And uh, we, my mom and I bought him like a shirt and we packaged it real nice. We could give him like a gift just for like, you know, entertaining sure. us, you know, almost like create but more bond time with me and my mom because our favorite movie to watch is 29th street never oh, see him really Mike? yes i have of course i oh, have oh yeah one favorite movie of all time you know uh, i could watch that anytime and we watch that so many nights together you know so um always has a special place in my heart but um he did he ended up not going to the convention because that was when danny aiello the third passed oh, so okay. my mom never got to meet him but you know, to, for for me to end up doing that with Spike Lee on stage, 
and meeting Danny Aiello that day, you know, I, I felt my mom with me. Yeah, that, of course. That day. It was just like, wow, you know, I, I, I never really thought this could happen because I remember I saw he did a block party. <laughs> and he did oh, like, really? You know, 20, he did the 25th anniversary block party. I was like, you know, one day, if he ever does the 30th, it would be cool if I could like play Sal or something. And then sure <laughs> enough, you know, one day out of the blue, I'm sitting home doing nothing. You know, I'm like, uh, like, what's going on with this career of mine? Nothing. I get a call. And, it, and it's like, Nick, it's Spike Lee. And I think it's, you know, I think it's a joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my and uh, he's like, what are you doing uh, June 30th? I was like, uh, nothing. Why? <laughs> What's going on? And uh, he's like, I, w- I want you to be Sal. I want you to be Danny at the uh, Do the Right Thing 30th oh. anniversary. Oh. And uh, I, want oh you to, I, I want you to do a scene from the movie with me. So I was like, all right, cool. We'll do, uh, you know, he's like, what scene you want to do? I was like, when he's in front of the store, you know, and uh, with my bare hands. I'm trying not to curse on here. With my bare freaking hands. Yeah. I love how in Rocky, there's no F words. Everything's just freaking this and freaking that. It's crazy. Yeah. It just shows we don't really need the vulgarity. You know, I'm guilty of it probably more than We're all guilty. Just through my, yeah. We're just all through my videos. <laughs> You want to hear? Tony you know what? Soprano. <laughs> I, I'm going to get oh. into Tony. I'm going to do. I want to get into Tony Soprano next, but I want to tell you about how we all curse. Yeah. My mother, when she cooks dinner, she'll put on a big <laughs> Italian dinner. She's sitting there in her little house robe right now. My father, he's sitting in his in his chair. He may be asleep at this point. I don't know. But my <laughs> mother is so foul mouthed when she cooks. Now she's that way because we all try to help. It's me, my brother, our <laughs> wife, do my father. My mother is like a general. She's like MacArthur in 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 the kitchen. All right. I mean, she, I mean, she's really. She's got like the the sheepskin on. She's got the wat in the hand, and she's got the army. <laughs> she's tough, man. She's tough, and she just lets go with the f bombs. I mean, mom is tough. So I mean, listen, we all we all curse. I I get sure. that, Nikki. I d- found you. Because of your Tony Soprano impression. Now, I'm not going to so put good. you on the spot. You want to go in and out of it. You want to do it. That's fine. I, I, that's okay. Yeah, uh, I mean, you didn't, do, you didn't do that already or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Exactly. This is what I'm saying. Uh, there's a little movie out about me called The Pretender. You can find it on Amazon, <laughs> TV, television, streaming platforms, Peacock. But. The director Jim Toscano reached out to you, and you did a a fun little um, uh, who's this guy Mike Kunda with the uh, the pretender? <laughs> Check it out! It was so great. We got such great returns on that. People love that. How did you get connected with Tony Soprano? Because my friend, you nailed that yeah. character, but you it you captured the essence of it. What you do with Tony Soprano, I thought is how I would do Rocky. Yeah. You, you're maybe you're not six foot two, six foot three, a, a massive bear of a man. You don't have to be that. You right. get you bring to life the heart of the character. Why Tony Soprano? How did it start? Um, growing up, you know, I would always do the voice here in it, and you know, it developed over the years. You know, when I was doing it, probably started out more like this, you know, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and that was just like for me not watching the show. Just yeah. from hearing his voice in a video game, I remember there was this line he was doing like a voiceover, and I saw him in the voiceover studio going, 
what the hell's the matter with you? Still purses from old ladies. And I just kept on saying that like all the time <laughs> to my one friend. <laughs> and he kept on making me say that to people. Like he's I like, oh, it. this is Nikki. Say it to them. I'm sorry. Like, say what? You know, you're stealing purses from I'm like, I don't want to say that to them. <laughs> and everywhere I go, like people are just like, like they make me drop what I'm doing and do impressions for somebody. I'm like, I'm trying to relax. <laughs> right. You know right. I mean? I'll, be, I'll, be having, I'll be like eating dinner. And somebody will be like, oh, Nick, this is my friend Tony. Why don't you give him a little, little take it easy. I'm trying to eat my dinner right now. Go shit over there. I'll call you when I'm ready. <laughs> yes. Nikki, do you and, run uh, into the same, do you run into the same thing that I run into? Every once in a while, you know, people come up to you and want, just like you said, but you're not on. You're not yeah, in the no, zone. All the time. You I'm just. You just you got to be into it. You, know? you got to be into the moment. My Tony will sound horrible at times, you know. Like, people ask me to do it. <laughs> like, you know, I had, like, three or four beers at the bar. I'd be like, oh, you know, uh, I'm trying to get my Uber to get home right now. Can you leave me? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, however I'm, like, feeling. Yeah, I just, yeah. Like, if I'm, like, annoyed by somebody, I'll just put that into the character. <laughs> and just, like, oh, let that's know. great. Like, it's time to get away from me in case you don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, but the reason why the character came so like, you know, easily to me over time is because once I started watching the show, right, right. I had a security job. I think Mike, Mike, you know, one of his thousand jobs I know was security, right, Mike? Oh, yeah. So yeah. I started watching The Sopranos on a uh, portable DVD player at my job. Because there's nothing else to do when you do security. You just sit there all day in a, month, in a $12 suit. <laughs> so yeah. I started yeah. watching all of them. And I noticed, you know, my uncle and Tony Soprano have very similar mannerisms and um, just, uh, you know, kind of like uh, attitudes. So I started doing, you know, videos as my uncle. And then it started sounding more like more and more like Tony Soprano that had developed more Uh into that. And my uncle is from Newark, New Jersey. You know, kind of like same, you know, size type of guy, same age, you know. So he's kind of like the real Tony Soprano in my mind, my uncle. So that's kind of how that uh, came about, you know. And I and I also live in the same neighborhood as Tony Soprano. You know, I live in Ironbound uh, uh, in uh, North New Jersey, which is where he lives in the the flashbacks in the show. Uh, Right, 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 right. I see. I, I could go literally 12 hours with you just on the Sopranos. <laughs> I know you're a massive Sopranos guy. I know you did Soprano Com and all that. I, I know. I, I got friends that met you that took my tour. We have a mutual friends that took the tour. And they, I think they were even talking to you on the phone or something right before they came to take the tour or something. Uh, but yeah. anyways, um, I, if this wasn't called the Rocky Files, I swear to God, Nick, I would talk to you for 12 <laughs> yeah. hours. <laughs> I'm so Sopranos now. I was like, oh, finally. I oh, yeah, I bet you Rocky are. Related. I, I uh, bet you are. And we, something we that's are. Not, something yeah, you're not right. Like a negative stereotype for Italians. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you know, I wanted to bring up a point. Please. You know, I, I don't know if anybody ever thought about this. What if Italians didn't have Rocky? I thought. You oh know, we've like. Can you imagine with the, the yeah. history of cinema? Mm-hmm. All we, we have so many negative portrayals you know just like don't get me wrong i love the mob movies and everything sure but i mean outside of the mob movies we have rocky moonstruck the karate kid and green book (laughs) and i love green book and love the karate kid love moonstruck but um 
you know, it's like, I feel like we need more Italian-esque films, you know, that aren't all mob-related. I mean, yeah, we have Gazzo and Rocky, but he's like, you know, uh, he, he's more of a, a loan shark that just borrows money than an f- official mobster. Yeah, right, you know? right, right, right. He just, he just breaks thumbs. That's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I swear to and God. He's not, that, and he's not in all Italian mob because I think his driver, I want to say he's Irish. The, yeah, the character, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Buddy. You know, exactly. So he's definitely not in a, a full, full made guy. <laughs> no, to- totally agreed. And that's the thing with the Sopranos. Like Sue and I will be, you know, putting around the house doing this or that. And, it, and she, we'll put the TV on and the Sopranos will be on in the background. And the problem with the Sopranos is the problem I have at Rocky. I will, if, I'm walking by, I'm dusting, running the vacuum or whatever, and you, you see a great scene at the Bada Bing or whatever. And you're like, oh, wait, this is, this is a good scene. I'm just going to sit here and watch this for a minute. Next thing you know, nine hours has gone by, <laughs> nothing got dusted, and we've just yeah. had a Soprano-a-thon That's all day. Rocky, same thing oh, happened yeah. to me with Rocky. You know, I, yep. I, like, I was going to put on the, the, the Blu-ray before, and I was going to watch the whole beginning. And then yeah. I just said, I'll just go on YouTube and do it. And I'm just watching clips from every single one, you oh, know, yeah. all – yeah, you go on. And then, you know, I'll, like Mike, I'll end up going through all these interviews behind the scenes, looking oh, for new yeah. stuff. Sometimes I'll watch this show. Sure, <laughs> sometimes, sure, sure. Sometimes I'll, sometimes I'll watch just Mike in general. Sometimes I listen to John Rivoli, and then I'll go on Sly's page. Yeah. yeah. You know, Sly just posted uh, his interview the other day yep. from uh, 76. I reposted it for yep. 77, yep. excuse me. And um, just... Uh, I forgot exactly what it was about, but it, it, if you remember, Mike refreshed me. But it was just uh, really powerful what he was talking about. It, but I, John sent that to him, and it was about you know I know he was there were several clips of it that he was talking. He had that orange strip on his black sweater. He was right, sitting yeah. there with the thick longer hair and talking about yeah. how the Rocky mm-hmm. is part of everyone and it, you know trying and, and that achieving was all that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and and it's it's so brilliant, Nikki. Let me let me ask you this: what what's your thoughts on a Rocky? prequel where it would take place in maybe the 60s or uh the late 50s early 60s uh, versus um a rocky technically rocky seven where rocky goes back to kensington to clean up the mm-hmm. fentanyl what's your thoughts on both of those well i live in north new jersey mm-hmm. and you get I, it I, I get it. And you go to Penn Station and New Jersey. Nobody talks about Penn Station, New Jersey. They just talk about New York. And nobody talks about the city of Newark. And if you you can't walk around the city of Newark at night without being offered something. You know what I mean? And these they, they sell the drugs right in front of the cops, right in front of Penn Station. And the cops don't do anything about it. Don't know why, if they're not allowed to, if they're on the payroll. But anyway... It, I would love. I never even heard about him cleaning up Kensington, but that would be um, that would be something for a Rocky Seven. But I would rather see the prequel series, you know, just because um, j- just because I would like to see um, these characters younger that and all the things that they went through that right. we ne- we never learned. There's so much. There's so much you 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 can. I mean, of course, it should be a series because there's just so much to do. Yeah. You know, yeah. How old is he supposed to be? I never realized. Fifteen. In the first Rocky. He, no, so he would no be, no in the first Rocky. Oh, in the first, thirty. He's thirty. 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 Yeah. And, the, and he would think the he, series is going to be fifteen. Yeah, uh, seven seventeen. I think he said he was going to be sixteen, seventeen years old. Where he meets Adrian, she's fifteen. Um, Paulie. 
uh, Gazzo. He would we would see the Gazzo relationship, and he said that Mickey would be the foil. Mick, not a bad guy per se, but Mickey would be the negative influence because <laughs> Mickey has his own baggage that he brings. Yeah, and and you know a, a friend of mine uh, in the UK who is in who he wrote the Mickey Hollywood. Goldmills. Story, yes, right? he did, Nick. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. He wrote that Mickey Angel on my shoulder was the initial uh, uh, title. I think it's changed now, and that is a script. I want made it's Mickey in the, in the uh, early 1900s, how he came up as a fighter, how oh, he wow. Gazzo's father was a mob guy. Gazzo's mm. father does something very bad to Mickey as a young man. And oh. that's why Mickey hates him. And he hates Rocky because Rocky has the, the technically right. he, he's got the, what it takes and Mickey recognizes. Yeah. So that's what I want to see. You know, I just, I, I like in this script, and it would be different because this is my friend Carl's version of it. But mm -hmm. in the script, the script ends with uh, like a, a, a sixteen-year-old. Don't spoil old. it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Re yeah, they're probably not going to make the movie. They're probably gonna, all right. Say I won't that. say anything. I won't say the, it's probably not going to happen because to to make a Rocky movie now, like mm. like if it oh, doesn't come, money, that, yeah. that's it. It's toxic. Nobody. You cannot get a Rocky script to. It's very, very difficult. MGM, yeah. Yeah, right. Now, I will say this. My friend Carl is talking to some really high-powered people that have the script and that they do think uh, it could work. So, um, I don't know. I, that, I mean, that's, he, yeah. he should work with Stallone. I, I, I mean, maybe he should, Stallone should work with him or vice versa. I don't know. The no. script, uh, so, I'll tell you this, Nikki. The script would end where Sly wants to pick up the prequel so okay. that, that, see that would make sense they gotta work, yeah, they gotta work together that could work work together now yes. let me let me ask you this um i'm gonna take the high road here <laughs> i know i am i i really am stacy um the creed movies give me your thoughts on that and just tell me how you honestly feel i was just watching a scene from one of them um the first one when he goes into adrian's and he asks him about his father and all these things now that really hit home to me because just talking just meeting somebody who knows my dad that i never met before is very unusual mm -hmm. to me because I, I meet very few people that knew knew him and um you know there's very few people on my father's side of the family or around and one of them is uh his brother my my uh one uncle and every time i see him i just like you know it's the closest looking person i'm gonna see to my dad so that alone just uh you know, makes me, uh, you know, emotional. And then, you know, hearing new stories or yeah. hearing stories told differently where, you know, I hear something differently and then I got to question it. And then it's like, okay, he's not here to ask like wh which one is true, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and then when I meet people in real life who, who, who knew him, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting. It's funny. One, one time somebody messaged me and was like, oh, you know, I was trying to find your father on Facebook. I'm sorry that he passed. I thought I saw him on as uh, Eugene on The Sopranos. That's Robert Finaro's character. I really, thought that was re really funny because I saw I saw the resemblance, and I always thought like, if, like he had a, you know, a similar look to my dad. So when okay. the guy said that, I was like, that's actually pretty funny. You thought that was my dad because oh, he hasn't seen him true. in so many years. So yeah, to think that his face looked like that through <laughs> like ten or twenty years since you saw him, I guess that's pretty uh pretty accurate for a good uh guess <laughs> nigga where do you what, what's the future 
for Nikki Petito? What's what's the future for you? Uh working on a, a lot of screenplays. Um trying to produce uh one that I wrote and another one that my buddy wrote currently. Um you know, I have a few good Hollywood connections and yeah. the whole thing now is now that the script, the one script that I wrote took eight years to write and about 28 drafts later, uh, yep. ten, <laughs> ten, 10 table readings. Cause you know what it is nowadays we have, uh, we have so much content out there that's just unwatchable um, yep. and we don't have that many uh, good films like Rocky, of course, yeah. that, you know, uh, I, I mean, I don't know how many script, uh, drafts Stallone did. I know he got his first 30. draft done well, uh, in, in the mid thirties. Thirty drafts, yeah, he did, and that took how many? How long, Mike? Overall, two years for him. Uh, for Rocky, for the original Rocky, for yeah, so, the script. You see, so yeah, so you're talking, you're talking like July of seventy five until December. You're talking an ex- abnormal amount of short time. Mm. It doesn't yeah, usually really quick, re- really yeah, quick. Yeah. Really so, quick. so like in three or four months, he was, he was writing right before they were filming a scene. Yeah. Right. Because there were so many problems with the movie. Yeah. And so, Oh, this didn't work out. Got to rewrite the scene. Okay. Actor, 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 you know, your lines, boom. And then you got to go say them. And then they got to get back in the van and then they got to go to another part of Philadelphia because they don't pay the union dues in the, in the, in the, uh, the city fees to film. So the cops are out looking for them. They got to relearn brand new lines on yeah. the fly or yeah. on the sly. Then they get in the van and they got to go to another part of Philadelphia. So the cops don't catch up with them. I mean, it's, it was crazy. So, and, and you have said the same, you've said exactly Nikki what, um, uh, Stacy has said about writing what I have said about writing my friends, uh, uh, John and Robert. I just had a conversation this morning about them, about writing. It's all, it should be labeled. Rewriting. Oh, Rob's a great writer. I saw it mm. uh, bottom of the ninth. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that a great movie? I, I actually, I actually worked on that. I did. That did was, you really? Uh, one, of the la- oh, nice. one of the last few times I did background. I was a baseball player on that. That was fun. Nothing oh, better than on. being in a movie and playing baseball. But see, Stacy, what a small world. that Right. Is. Right? right, like wow. I, didn't, I, like, I didn't know that. I I think when I tell Robert to make sure he watches this week's episode, he's gonna <laughs> love that. He's yeah, gonna yeah love that was that, that was an awesome movie, and um, it was too. Um, I've seen. Uh, what, forgive me for forgetting the director of that movie's name. Uh, Ray, Raymond Folita, I think that's his name. Raymond Folita. He does that. A sounds lot of, familiar. Uh, yeah, a lot yeah, of good yeah. Italian American films. He does. You know, we don't get <laughs> we don't get a lot of those. You know, right. so. I hope to see more, you know, work from both of them, Rob and uh, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely, yeah. Stacy, listen, before we get Nikki out of here, I, I feel, I, I feel like we're just scratching right Nikki's <laughs> shoulders. I know. I feel, I feel like I, I don't want to be a, yet either. I know. Hey, I feel like so I want to be. A, I want to be like a French masseuse with Nick. I want to get in there and I want to, I want to work his traps and his shoulders mentally. I want to talk about stuff. Yeah. But the one thing we, we learned, I want to, I want to give viewers time to take Nick in because Nick, you're an accomplished guy. You are someone. And, and, and there, there's a few guys we've had men and women that we've had on this, on this little podcast that really impressed me. And I'm no one that needs to be impressed, but you are right at the top of the list, Nick, because when I tell you when life shits on you, mm. one of the things I go to is the humor. Mm-hmm. 
the Nick, I, I don't know. I, I, I take it. You're a very humble guy. That's how you strike me. Yeah. And, and I just Thank want you, you to you know, well. uh, <laughs> thanks my friend. Your humor is really something that I look forward to. I go back and watch a lot of your videos. Yeah. It's the one where you're driving the golf cart. You've got that <laughs> manical look like Tony did. You've got that. And and so what whatever your plans are, please don't drop out. Keep Thank going. You, Keep punching like well, Spice says. Never stop. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Never stop, That's my right, man. Right, Stacy? Yeah. He's I mean, he is one of the our our favorite best absolute guests, right, Stacy? Right, I, I, easily, and I think I mean, you is oh, that's absolutely true. But what I love about your example is, you know, you have someone, you can have two people go through the exactly same thing, lot, you know, loss of a parent as a young person, and one will take your path, and you, you know what I'm saying, and another, it, they could never move beyond it, rise above it, and they. They don't make much of themselves. And so I just, I love your story because you, a lot of people have lost parents when they were young and you've done such fun, productive, good with your life. And I, and it's just an example that you can be okay. You can heal, you can do your work. And, and that's why, like I said, when we first talked, I'm like, we're going to get you on ASAP (laughs) (laughs) because people need to believe that they can feel better and then return to society with something fun and positive and good. And, and you do that. You have the, just the best page and, and talk about belly laugh. I mean, mm-hmm. I am forever. Like, I don't know. You're, you're so visceral in your delivery. You know what I'm saying? Whoever your impression is, it's like from your guts. And I'm just like, this guy is in it 150%, whatever you're doing in your post. But before you, just before we got on, you mentioned you had some stuff with you and I wanted to give you an opportunity to show off some of that stuff. Well, this is, Mike probably has six of everything that I have, (laughs) (laughs) you know, you know, I, I collect things, a lot of different things. And I, I work at the flea market. That's, you know, I love working at the flea market. I buy things, I resell things and I collect things. And, um, you know, Mike was talking about the flea market. We find things that we're not going to find online. Yeah, in the store. Right. But totally. This isn't. This isn't from the flea market. I. This is. Uh, actually paid for this autograph. This was. Uh, oh, cool. When I was about four, I think 14, 15 years old. This is. Uh, trying to hold it up to the camera here. This is nice. a signed photo from uh, Milo Ventimiglia. Nice. Uh, very nice, humble guy. Yes, very, he is. Very humble he guy. That way for and sure. uh, so, somebody I would love to work with one day. My buddy Jeremy Luke uh, recently worked with him on uh, "This Is Us" and has nothing but good things to say about him. Oh wow! Nice. And uh, I think uh, they hang out pretty often, actually. But uh, I had him, you know, put in quotes not about how hard you can hit, you know, something. Ah, short and nice. Robert you know. Jr. putting that out he there. Was in great. Quotes. That's it's awesome. Such a great character, you know, um, and, and an underrated one. You know, yeah, agreed. I like agreed. there's always so much more we could see with Robert. And uh, mm-hmm. this one I got recently, the Muppet Show lunchbox. Nice. <laughs> I, I love I it. I kick out of that one. Before, I you know, love. Are you kidding? The Muppet it's, Show it's, was a go to in the, in the montage from the montage. Of course. I, I got that wow. for 12 bucks. It was a steal. No, really? Yeah. Flea market finds. Awesome. Flea market. This the next best. one. My, now, nobody knows about this jacket. Mike, I feel like you might know something about it. Otherwise, it's just something that was probably made in China that <laughs> never went yeah. anywhere. So this is a, 
a robe that I found at the flea market. Now, this what? is a yellow robe. Gotcha. This is Balboa. Yeah. No thing on it. The black lining. Right. On the, uh, on the front. Nice. The tag just says the mo- like something you would find in like a $10 or less store. <laughs> it's like a, hold on, I'm trying to get the, wait a minute. <laughs> You're <laughs> opposite. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> oh my God. Wait, where is it? There it is. You see that? That's the tag. AIS. AIS okay. I, you know, I guess this is, and it had like fake blood on it. Did so, it really? Yeah, it had fake blood on it. At least I, I assume it was fake unless somebody, you know, was wearing where, this thing. And Where did you find that at? I found it at a flea, flea market, and the guy that I bought it from, you know, usually sells, like, you know, a lot of pop culture toys and stuff like that. He said he yeah. got in a clean out, you know. He wanted 100 for it, and I was like, I'm saying to myself, I, this thing is definitely, I don't think it's worth 100 with that type of tag. I ended up buying it for sixty, and it's just been hanging in my bathroom, just you know, as a robe. And I never, I never wore it because I tried washing it, and the fake blood just got worse. So Aww. I don't know. I don't know. That sounds. Find that some, sounds very interesting. That it, yeah, it really I, sounds interesting. I wonder if it was just a company who was just trying to beat the pricing of paying MGM the right. royalties, so they just put it. Does it have it the black? Old. Yeah. Does it? Does it have the tie? Like the the black like, tie. It looks like it came out like when Rocky Balboa came out. Yeah. Okay. Like, it looks like it's from like 2006. Okay. Or okay. like eight, somewhere in that time frame. Oh, that's wore, really awesome. He wore gold in the sixth one. No, he wore black and gold. Black. Right? Black and gold one. trim. Yeah. So maybe this was, I don't know, a prototype or something. Or maybe it, I, I think it maybe a, a fan did a skit and they got a custom. Maybe. Or, that that could be. I'll never know. It's a mystery. But I, I figured I'd share that because you never seen I one I love before. that. No, I've never then, seen one like that. And this was a shirt I was going to wear. And this is actually one of my favorite places uh, to oh, eat yeah. at. Yeah. And I, I went there recently. I was very upset with it. And I had to leave. After I waited 20 minutes for my, you know, $30 hamburger. I said, all right, I they know. changed this place. It's not the same. I'm getting up. I'm leaving. Planet Hollywood uh, with the, I love with the it. boxing gloves. Nice. The Rocky commemorative edition. And then on the back. Oh, that one cool. of Sly's paintings. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. The only thing is I put it on in a rush one day, and now there's a little hole right, oh. right there. Right in there. Listen, so I got to sew it. That's what Rocky would have. He would have a little hole in the back of it. <laughs> right? He would. Oh, you're right. So that's, true. You're right. He, he that's would. the way I got to look at it. The next I would. I Are you kidding? This is a, a little Lego Rocky. Do you have one of these, Mike? No, I don't have the Lego. Oh no, wait, no, you no, don't no, have no. One I do. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. I do. I I don't have it out Be, because I <laughs> Lego Lego. I'm a little older. The, the Lego when the whole Lego thing happened, I was just a little older. Somebody from the UK sent me a Lego Rocky Adrian and Gazzo. So I have it in the packaging. Oh, I, I want to see. I, I got to see these. <laughs> I got to see the Gazzo one. I, I have a I will. Like I will. I, f- I will dig for it and find it. Where did you get yours at? The flea market. 
there's a guy, there's a Lego guy at the flea market and he's, and he sells oh. these. And I was like, I got to get one. He only had one. I was going to buy a bunch of them. Oh, that's if there's, if there's more than one of something, I always got to buy at least two or three. <laughs> you, you have to like when they came out, when Jack specific came out with the Rocky figures that, Oh I, my God. My Don't get me is... started on those. I got to tell, I'll tell you a story about those. Yeah, go, no, go ahead. Tell, tell me. I, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. So one day I'm at the flea market. Right. And the guy, you know, got them that I that I know. He has them on the table and he just finishes selling them to some like jerky collector or whatever. <laughs> I was like, what, 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 what how much are you selling these for? He's like, oh, he just bought all of them, four dollars a piece. I'm like, four dollars a piece? Are you kidding oh, me? That's a gold mine. Do you know what these That's a gold mine. I, I lost it. I lost Whoa. it. And they were my friends. And he accidentally gave away the wrong box to sell. Oh. His, friend, his friend was working for him at the flea market selling right. a bunch of stuff of his. And he accidentally gave him a, a wrong box. And the guy without knowledge just assumed they weren't worth anything. So we had him out for like, I don't know, five or eight dollars. And the guy was like, oh, if I take them all, how much would you do? And sold them for four dollars. I was offering the guy, I'll give you double that for them. I told him. I was trying everything. I was like, you're not a you're not a Rocky fan. You're a collector trying to make money. I'm a Rocky fan. I'm willing to pay you more for it. I was so mad. Danny Aiello, you blank sucker. (laughs) You freaking sucker. (laughs) You took my Gazzo figure. You you are disturbing me. You are disturbing the Rocky Facebook group. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Awesome. Like I kept on like calling people. Oh, you never guess what happened to me today. Oh, <laughs> I was so mad. Oh. Heartbreaking. But what's it I hope. Uh, I hope uh, one day, you know, maybe I can work with Stallone. That'll be a lot better than having oh. action figures of him. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, I'm living proof. You just never know. Ele- yeah. Eleven years old, I watched this movie. I fall in love with it in 1979, and now I'm friends with the guy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's stupid. You never it's know just, in this world. You never know yeah. in this world. Yeah. Stacy, before know, I, I go ahead, buddy. Say really quick. I'm sorry. Yeah, man. When <laughs> you were sitting there, your thought process of you know what could happen when we get to the theater and like, you know, <laughs> all this stuff. I, I, I watched that entire episode yeah, yeah. that you did. I, my, my mind works the same exact way. Really? Just, you know, we ha- we come up with all these scenarios oh, and yeah. like, we try not to get our hopes up. And then, you know, at the end of the day, we got to accept whatever it is for, yeah. for, for what it is. But just the fact that, you know, we, we look at things the same way in that aspect. I just wanted to mention that real quick before. We you wrap know what? Up. Nick, thank you, because that, that is really, you know, you you said it perfectly. You have to accept whatever the end scenario is. Whatever it's going to be is going to be. Now, how do you handle that? There was, I, I think I told the story. I'm going to say it very, very quickly. Um, on the set of Creed, mm. my wife is sitting where Spider Rico sat in Balboa, eating the soup, reading the Bible. One of the owners, Alexa DiStefano, she's standing just in front of us. Sly just got done filming a scene. And he was tired, a little irritable. He just wanted to go back to his hotel. And he goes, oh, man, where's, where's the car? Goddamn car, please, let's go. And so it's, it's on its way. And he was, I think... He was 
playing irritable. I don't think he was miserable, rude, irritable. I think, you know, you play. Oh, come on. What are you going to do? Break both my legs. Come on. Get me out of here. Yeah, grumpy guy. Yeah. Yeah. He was playful. However, at the time, I wasn't quite sure. And I had the very same jacket he was wearing as Rocky. The, the, the M65 dark black jet Navy jacket. And it's got these wide pockets. Mm-hmm. And I had my book in the pocket that I was going to give him. Right. So, so I'm standing there. I'm right next to him. And I go, Sly, we got to grab a picture. And he looks out to make sure I'll never forget this. He looks out the door of the window of the Victor cafe. We're inside right by the bar. And he looks out and he said, okay, the car's not here yet. And he, he had a grumpy face and he goes, all right, come on, let's do this. Come on. So we, we take that picture. We, we both have our winter jackets on. Right. And, that's when he starts with the come on, we gotta get the car, we gotta get out of here, man. I'm tired. I want to go. The <laughs> book was coming out. I was just about I was pulling the book up out of the pocket. You know, I want to get the hell out of here, man. It's been a long day. And then I put the book back in my pocket. <laughs> I said, I don't, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the guy that hands it to him when he's miserable or whatever. I said, yeah. I would rather not give it to him than be remembered. Oh, yeah, this guy's just another it's, asshole the fan. The reason why it. it's so hard when we come to those points in our lives, you know, I've yeah. been in that situation with other people sure. so many times. It's just like, it's like when you're prepared to meet somebody and you have and you want to give them something, it's like you never you never get to. But then you, you you meet them on the spot. It's like, oh, do you have a business card? It's like, no, uh, do, somebody got a pen and paper, pen and paper. You know? <laughs> that's, exactly. That's the way somebody give me a pen and paper. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're just punching people. You got a pen and paper? Give me a, you just, give me a pen and paper. And it's things are meant to be. Info. Yeah. And if things are meant to be, you'll you'll, you'll connect with them, you know. And right. Uh, right. You know, sure enough. That wasn't the last time you saw him. Right. And then, oh, thank God. When was the thank next right. time you saw him, Mike? Uh, so that was two. That was 2015, Creed. Then in 2018, that's when everything changed. That's when, um, in between, in between Creed one, Creed two. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys want to hear this? This is this. Uh, I was just, I was just gonna say. I uh, hope that I'm not making you repeat a story. No, 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 go, no ahead. go ahead. So many times. You guys are familiar with the Goldbergs, the TV yes. show Goldbergs? Yes. Okay. It was this was early 18. No, wait, wait, hang on. This was late 17. It was Adam Goldberg Day in Philadelphia. The actual Adam Goldberg from the TV series who wrote it and 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 the, the kid plays this Adam Goldberg, the yeah. real Adam Goldberg, and his real crazy mother Beverly, uh, was they were in City Hall, and and Troy uh, Troy Gentile, I think, who plays the brother Barry, he was there, and. I became friends with the uh, mayor Kenny of Philadelphia. He, I do a lot of charity events, a lot of gigs as Rocky. The mayor was there. We got to know each other. He has his people reach out to me and said, listen, there's no money in our budget to pay you, but we want you to come down and do a Goldberg thing. Rocky. Now Rocky is very limited in this Goldberg series. It's more ghostbusters and star Wars and whatever. Anyways, I go, I do my thing. I take this horrible picture. This I'm in this group shot and I look miserable in this picture. The, the mother made me feel the mother's crazy. And the mother made me feel alienated. Like, what am I doing yeah. here? Why are you stealing this? My son. I get thunder? people like that all the time that do that. Yeah. And that's how she is in the te- television show. 
but you can see the look on my face. I'm like miserable. I, I'm so self-conscious. I feel like an asshole. Okay. I did my thing for the mayor. I wanted to do whatever yeah. I could to help. A couple months go by. Slides in Philadelphia to film Creed 2. It's early 18. I get a call from the mayor's office. Mike, we're we just found the plaque. If you go to the when you go to the Rocky statue, there was never a plaque on the base that the statue sits on. Mm -hmm. In 2006, when Sylvester went to rededicate the statue, they had a plaque commemorated of the speech. It's a portion of the it ain't about a hard you hit speech. Right. Mm -hmm. And they they lost it. They found it 15 years later. And they said, or uh, however long years it was later. And they said, okay, we're going to have Sly come out. He's going to stop filming uh, of Creed 2. He's going to come to the statue. We're going to rededicate the statue. They had a stage around it, flags, banners, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And the, the mayor's people reaches out and he said, Mayor Kenny loves you. He wants you there. He can't guarantee he's going to get you with Sly. He can't guarantee you're going to be there. But he said, um, if there's an opportunity, he's going to bring you around to whatever. Right. So I said, okay. That night, Sue and I are out at dinner. She goes, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen in three days when I'm to go there. She goes, you're going to go dress as Rocky. You're going to have the hat and the, the coat on and everything. She goes, Sly is going to have his arm around you, and you're going to be in front of the Rocky statue. And this picture is going to happen, and it's going to change everything. And that's exactly what happened. Wow. Sly saw me. He had been following me on Instagram. He comes over. We start mugging for the camera. Next thing I know, me, him, and the mayor are in front of the Rocky statue, and me and Sly are doing Rocky. We're punching each other in the face. It's oh. this crazy thing. Three days later, Sly sees this image on Philly, in Philly. He he scans it, puts it on his Instagram yeah. and he goes you got to take Mike Kunda's Yo Philly Rocky film tour This guy is it and it's the picture of Him punching me in the face my whole face Was burnt <laughs> like this It's amazing it's amazing And it really that, is that, that was I the next that, time I, I saw, saw that post I remember That I think that's crazy when I started following you That's probably how I found you it, it, it might have been Nick I, I think it was and then after that It was a slow build up uh, just different scenarios being on set of creed 2 running into him and talking to him and, and so on so um stacy but <laughs> man we went so long i had a feeling we would go long we knew was... we knew that's okay i knew too i knew yeah <laughs> you know nick I one of the blast, though this was great this was yeah, really so much fun definitely the most but... fun i've had on any podcast oh uh, thank you thank you nick he did and, and but and it's not over per se it's only over for this episode mm -hmm. we had a guy yeah, on I last week back again please <laughs> i can't wait to come back again. done yeah, yeah done absolutely we, we had a guy <laughs> on last week kevin savo yes. who is a lot like you yes he really is out. yeah kevin savo please check him out he's a young filmmaker and he really is into i mean he really is an old soul yeah 26 years old but he's 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 older than I that look him up. Yeah. You, you guys would get along very well anyways yeah, sounds like it He's a guy I want to have come back to talk more. You're a guy I want to have come back and talk more. Will you come back? Maybe, I don't know, maybe a next month, two months from now, we'll have you come sure, back. Sure, yeah, more. anytime. Anytime. I'm more than happy to come on. This was uh, this was fantastic. And, you know, last time I spoke to Stacy, we, we had a fantastic conversation. It just yeah. was like, you know, just just so you, – you're just such a great person to talk to, Stacey. You know oh, that? Thank you. <laughs> uh, isn't she? I know. Thank you. It, it, yeah, it, 
it was like Rocky therapy. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. Rocky therapy with Stacy. It was awesome. And um, both you guys just such such amazingly uh talented and, and, and humble individuals. And you're doing a great thing by doing this because um there's a lot of Rocky fans out there that just can't find the, the, the content and um, yeah, people to relate yeah. to them that like some of these, you know, other things that are more universal with people for the times, you know, right. real quick. I just want to say, I saw these, you know, these at the flea market, the Funko pops, you know, yes, yes of course. Ones. And there's the Rocky one. Right. Yep. Right. 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 I didn't right. get that one yet. I'm still waiting for it to come in the mail. The shorts. I have the one with the belt. I have that one put away, but when they came out, I, I ordered like, uh, two dozen of each one just cause <laughs> you know that's, I, 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 that's what I do for a living I buy and sell yeah. Funko Pops Disney pins on right. the weekends where I'm not doing my comedy or my right. acting and I see like kids are always like oh do you have anime do you have um, like all these like you know anime characters and um, I'm just like you ever hear a Rocky because <laughs> <You know? laughs> right? like, yeah. like the kids today they're not into classic cinema yeah. which is I, I don't know i find that to be a problem i think we need to introduce film more mm -hmm. to our uh mm -hmm. the younger generation coming in exactly too involved on just tiktok <laughs> yep. if it's not on tiktok they don't know what it is if it's, it's not if it's more movie. than 15 seconds they're not forget interested it. Oh, mm -hmm. forget it they're forget not it. interested stacy I, I'm gonna. I, I'm having a very difficult time ending this. I don't I want it to end, but I, I know. I keep interrupting. No, no, it's not that. No, no, Nick. The problem is, we used to go. We used to do this podcast for like 14 hours, and we found we only had three <laughs> people watching. Hours. It was my parents and my brother. Okay, no one was watching. My wife wouldn't even watch because little. No, I, well, since you started this, I, I I've been watching pretty often. Oh, you thank know, I you. I don't always watch it at the minute. Sure, sure. Up, but when I have time, you know, it's yeah. like one day I was sitting here for a couple hours and just watching oh. a bunch of stuff. So we try to we, we try to bring it around an hour and ten minutes, an hour yeah. and, and twelve, hour and thirteen. Just yeah. you were like one thirty. Okay, yep. so <laughs> it's all Stacey, good. Stacy, before we let Nikki get back to living life, any questions, anything you want to ask or say? I just I knew this was going to be a good, a good one. I knew you were going to be a ton of fun. And I said that in our, in our messaging back and forth, I, you said you were writing. I, that's, I can't wait because you've been through what you've been through and what's so, we all connect with Rocky. It's not, it's so simple. You know what I'm saying? It's a very simple story, but we all connect with it. It's such a human experience. So that's why whatever you're writing. And I, I know how hard it is to be disciplined. Just. I, I can't wait to read it. I can't wait to see and hear what it is because it will be, I have no doubt it'll be similar in that very, very, oh, I can't even think of the word, but visceral experience. And it doesn't have to be this big flashy eighties thing. It can be such a simple story and I'm sure it's going to be very relatable. So yeah, keep us posted because I want to know Absolutely. what that is. And, yeah. Um, and, th and thank you for, um, you know, um, predicting all that yeah. <laughs> i hope i hope it comes as good as you just made it out and i think i think it will thank yeah. you um that, that really meant a lot yeah. oh, thank really you welcome. and um yeah the so, best is yet to come guys oh good. that's that's for sure good. no doubt nick i always close out with this last question okay? okay and so but i am going to ask you twice the <laughs> okay. first 
the first time you can you can go you can take it first however whatever character you want you got 30 seconds in an elevator okay you are you you're nikki and then i'm going to ask this question again in a minute you got 30 okay. seconds in an elevator as nikki petito what do you say to sylvester stallone what happened to rocky's parents and not just what was said in the deleted scenes but right. what happened to both rocky's parents and adrian's parents and is that why they relate to each other so well oh brilliant smart personal right from your own life inspired by and here is that question ah oh, that is excellent perfect okay the next one <laughs> I, I think know. I know where this is going. Tony Soprano walks into an elevator <laughs> and Sylvester Stallone is there. Now, I want you to take your time because we can edit it. We will edit. Right. If you need time to think, I don't want you to rush. No one will see the edited parts out. I'm going to ask the question one more time if Stacy needs to cut to it. If not, maybe we keep this in. Yeah. Nikki, what right. does Tony Soprano say if he's in an elevator with Sylvester Stallone for 30 seconds? You're pretty short, Sly. <laughs> <laughs> we got to leave it. We got to leave that in. That's fantastic. I could just see him getting, so, like, getting real upset about that for a split second, almost like the... Um, yes. the short, you know, the, the hair joke at the Oscars, yeah, and, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And, then, and then laughing about it after the fact. But could but, you um, imagine if Tony Soprano was in the elevator? He's got that heavy breathing, and he's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he just asks that. What's Sly gonna say? Commando? Oh no, Rambo, right? <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Commando Beautiful. was that other guy that uh, with the stutter. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. See, that's it. That stream of consciousness yes. up the top of the head. That's what makes you brilliant, Nick. Yeah. Nick. And you I'm, got it I'm... too with Rocky. You got it too with Rocky. I see you on the spot doing it all the time. <laughs> you know, you, you do it to a T and you get better and better at it every time. I, I try. I try. The thing I don't, I, I never thought I looked like him or sounded like him. I think I get the essence of the character. You, may, you, you know what it is? You do him so good. You end up. Your face ends up looking like him. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of times where, you know, I, I've seen pictures that you, and at first I think it's, I think it's Rocky, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for, no, so, it's I, yeah. yeah it's, it's, uh, for a tenth of a second. And that's what it is those mannerisms. Mm -hmm. You have that. I yeah. bring that to Rocky. And, and so, and that's the thing. I always thought if you could bring the essence of a character for people, just that essence, and then people can interpret that and it yeah. washes over them with just beauty and laughs and greatness. Nick, you are one of the guys I love in this life. Thank you for coming on the show. Both you guys. Thank you. Anytime. Hope to be back again soon. Absolutely. You're definitely going to be back very soon. Nick, as we always say, keep punching. Thanks, Nick. See you. Bye, buddy. Bye-bye. All right. Knew it. What can I say? been waiting such a long wait i'm so glad we finally got him yeah this guy 10 months he's made us wait he's yep. been so busy he's been like you know giving the key to the city he's been <laughs> delivering children in the back of cabs he's been <laughs> dealing with swarms of locusts i mean i think he 
I think he saved a bunch of people in, in a Haitian earthquake or yeah, something. It was I mean, on the news. He was on the news. <laughs> he was. He was on the news. Nikki Petito, sir, I love you. I respect you. I admire you. Can't wait to talk to you again. Stacy, what do yeah. you think about our guest? Yeah, I so much respect for him. And I know I I know I sound like a broken record, but I just I just admire people who have been some through something so traumatic and they and then yeah. they become and what he's become and the outlook and what he, he still brings. You know what I'm saying? He brings laughter. And that is such a service to society, to all of us. We need to laugh yes. right now. So yes. I will say. If any of you need a good laugh, especially with this nutty world right yep, now, yep. his Instagram is a place to go. He's a very naturally funny, funny guy. So and I know he's fun. And we're going to put his links up. Yeah. And, and, and when I say we are going to put his links up, <laughs> I mean, Stacy is going to put his links up because you all know I don't do much. Oh, I show up. On. Usually with a Jack and Coke and I relax <laughs> and enjoy myself. Stacy, she does the heavy lifting. I'm not saying that because I'm a nice guy, which I am. Stacy does the heavy lifting. She no, does the sweet. tech. No, it's just the truth, Stace. It's, <laughs> it's the truth. So anyways, um, listen, before we get out of here. Yeah. Um, I want to say a little something to this little uh, uh, my my brother. <laughs> My <laughs> my brother Jason is uh, he he just spent the weekend down here and we we uh, we got some good uh, brother time in, and I didn't realize that he was a such a big fan of the Rocky Files and he told me how his Tuesday nights he sits in his pub he built this beautiful pub in his house guys mm -hmm. I mean it, it looks like an Irish uh, an English pub and I mean, it's it's brilliant oh, cool. and uh, I'm gonna be there in a few weeks I can't wait to come in and just relax mm -hmm. and kick it with family but. Um, it's it's nice because he had to grow up with all my mental deficiencies. So he knows me. He knows how off I am. And for him to put all that aside and to sit and watch all of our fun, goofy, silly, yeah. rocky mm -hmm. stuff, mm -hmm. that me it means more to me, I think, than just about wow. anything else. It really is quite sweet. So, brother, if you're sitting in the pub, I love you. I miss oh. you. I'll be there soon. Oh, how sweet. I hope to meet them someday. I want to meet your parents oh, and your family. Them. Oh, they seem so fun. Sue I love how tight you guys are. Yeah. But we are. We are. Sue cannot wait to meet you. Seriously. Yeah. She cannot yeah. she cannot Can't wait, wait to meet you. Cannot Sue, wait to meet you. oh, the stories that I'm she's got be them. able to get from Sue. Cool. She's got them, man. That's They're, gonna I be mean, fun. It's it's legendary. <laughs> So we're going to let that so. go. Gonna, <laughs> I've already put myself in hot water. Hey, listen, Stacy, where can everyone find all the things we're talking about in us? Yes. So we are at the Rocky Files. You can see at the bottom of our screen there. And I am at had me at yo, where I a lot of what I post there is uh, similar. But then I have some of my own personal stuff on there. And um, yeah, that's what I'm doing. And. I'm always just preparing for this. <laughs> this is my little life she right is. now. And uh, and then I'll we not next week, but the week after we're thinking we're going to be taking a week off because of that is when the big move is happening to Tennessee. That's the big so. move. And, and listen, yes. Stacy, I hear you have an amazing uh, uh, podcast room coming up. Oh, let me tell you. That, is, there, the, is there something you could tease us with? A, a design concept, anything. So the desk is right in the middle of the room. And then oh. there, there's like this shelving thing, a credenza type thing. And and the 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 purchases I'm going to be making soon that we can't tell. We can't tell my husband. Don't tell Kevin. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I, it, my wall over slow and time and financing is going to be, mm. it's going to be bigger than what we got going on. But yeah, mm. it, it's a nice big room and there's a lot of light and it's, and you remember that light thing you told me to get? Or yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. want to get that. I'm going to put this sign up. Kate got me this sign. I'm going to put the sign over it. You got to do it. You got to do it yeah. on air. Maybe even behind you, put the on air. It's like $12. I, yeah. I looked I looked on, on Amazon. It's like yeah. $12. It's, it's a little so thing. funny. Put it in. It plugs right in. Hang it up. You can yes. wire behind a painting or something. Yes. It, it's going to be brilliant. I'm going to do air. a reveal. It's going to be oh, so fun. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. wait. So. I, okay, well, what about listen, you? Uh, how about me? Well, listen, uh, people can find me right now. I'm headed over to the uh, set. We're here in Tulsa. So um, right. I'm going to head over to the set and see Sly. Hey. I'm going to bring him over a sandwich and uh, uh, Danish. And uh, uh, <laughs> you can find me at the Yo Philly Rocky Film Tour on Instagram. You can find me uh, at uh, on uh, uh, TikTok at TikTok Rocky T I C K T O K TikTok Rocky. Not because I can't spell TikTok, but because T I C K was already it was already taken. T I K was already right. taken. TikTok Rocky was already taken. So I had to go another way. So TikTok Rocky at uh, what is it? What's the platform? Uh, TikTok, TikTok Rocky at not Instagram. What is it? I can't even remember. TikTok, TikTok, Rocky on TikTok, guys. I've got to get out of here. I can't <laughs> get no, no, seriously. I got to go. Um, this has been one of our best podcasts. Yes, Stacy, so thank you for allowing me to be nuts. <laughs> we like you just that way. <laughs> Jazz hands. <laughs> Jazz hands on the way out, everybody. Jazz hands. And keep Bye. Keep punching.